0: Welcome to this is our year, the Minnesota Football Show. So, the Minnesota Vikings defeat the New York Jets at US Bank Stadium on Sunday, December fourth, twenty-seven to twenty-two. The Vikings move to ten and two on the season. The Jets drop to seven and five. Over the last four weeks, the Vikings have faced four of the league's top defenses. Ended up going three and one over that span. That's pretty impressive, Uh, though in this game, the Vikings were pretty much outgained in almost every facet of the game, total yards, uh, the Jets had 486 total yards, uh, 366 of those through the air, 120 on the ground, Uh, the Jets were averaging 5.9 yards per play, um, throughout the first half it looked like the Vikings were pretty dominant on time of possession. They ended the day with only 28 minutes and 22 seconds time of possession. Huh. Wow yeah I mean you know they were able to do really well in that first half second quarter they put up 17 points, only seven points that entire second half. They really allowed the Jets to claw back into this one but again i think the jets they are a very well coached team so it's mm-hmm. not i mean they didn't give they didn't give away the game to like a by far inferior team I, you know they held their own just enough so it seemed
1: yeah also i mean just like the vikings the jets are very good at scoring in the second half i think they put up a kind of like a what I, what's the word I'm looking for a graphic kind of describing I think we were the two highest scoring like second half teams or maybe fourth quarter teams in the NFL is the actual I think that's what it was I think they had us going into this game beat out by like one point or so hmm.
0: yeah no that that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I know the Vikings that has been uh, interestingly enough they've been an excellent fourth quarter team and you can see that the Jets have been as well uh, Garrett Wilson. Was able to just go off. He was able to get pretty much whatever he wanted. He had eight receptions for 162 yards. Uh, that was from uh, Mike White, who went 31 for 57, 369 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. That being like with those stats, Mike That's White insane. should absolutely continue to be their starter through this year. But I think if I'm the Jets, you're probably still. Still keeping your options open at quarterback.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it's... it's The numbers are fine for somebody who's playing for the second time this year. I, you know, I don't think they expected him to have two games in a row where he was throwing three touchdowns. So, I mean, oh, I was, I'm- but... <laughs> I, I I was expecting him to go off. I just thought he was going to be like the the league's next Joe Montana. I don't hey, know that's why I, you,
0: why you I, swiped I, him in fantasy before yeah, anybody else could.
2: I I just had this weird inkling. And uh, you know, not ruled out quite yet, but I don't know. I was expecting he would have a field day. And I I don't want to say he had a field day, but Mike White played pretty damn good, I think, for a guy who is playing in only a second game this season.
0: He really yep. did. I mean, the only the only downfall to their game there was that the Jets were one and six in the red zone one four six excuse me uh, really they just couldn't make it happen
1: which give credit to the Vikings defense for that that's that's really big
0: oh absolutely. Coming in. They're, but, uh, um, their one touchdown in the red zone it was a Mike white rush and that and it was mm-hmm. a, a questionable one it wasn't called a touchdown initially anyway so they really had to grind to get everything they could down there.
1: And you said how many attempts he had? 57?
0: 57 passing attempts.
1: Jeez, he's almost playing an MLB like starting pitcher lineup right there with how many attempts he's had.
0: Yeah, true. Um, that is absolute. Bam Knight had a great uh, a pretty productive day, at least. He had 15 carries, went for 90 yards. He was averaging 6 yards a carry. And it seems like they, their running game it's going to be okay. Without uh, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, yeah, they for some reason yeah. have a really good running back room,
2: like just top to bottom. I mean, you have four guys that can be either first or second string running backs in this league. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, their
0: fourth string guy right now is James Robinson, who was starting. Yeah, only, who put up know, at the beginning of the season three
2: straight games of fifteen plus fantasy points to start out the year.
0: Yeah, so uh, I mean. They certainly they can do whatever they want as far as uh, their run game. Um, I, I just feel, I guess, really, really just kind of fortunate to come out with a win. Looking at these stats, um, their second highest receiver was Corey Davis, who had five receptions for eighty-five yards. That's certainly nothing to scoff at either.
2: Mm-hmm. No, um, yeah. When
0: you look at them defensively, it looks like they. They only allowed one sack. Um, let's see who got the sack. It was For the Jets, it was Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams, really. I think so, yeah. Or did he get he got two sacks, didn't he? Or somebody got another sack.
2: I don't know.
0: No, you're right. Yeah, it was Quentin Williams and uh Carl Lawson. That's right. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so they they each both of those guys got a sack. Pretty low sack game um, overall. And then for the Vikings, uh, Patrick Jones got in the back for a sack, and that was the only Vikings sack. So again, another another kind of quiet day. From what is with
2: that? I just Zadarius don't get it. Why? Why are they? <laughs> why are we seeing such little sack production from our supposedly two guys in the top ten for edge rushers?
0: It's like, where have they been? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, again, the Jets—they're a very good team, so I don't know if it was just they were just kind of schemed out of it. I, I, I have no answers there. Mike, you were at the game. What was the what was the vibe like? Oh man, you know, for me, uh, my voice still hasn't entirely come back yet. Kind of in my sexy voice still, but uh, for me personally, I've never yelled louder. At a Vikings game it, toward the end of the game, it was as loud as I've ever heard it. Maybe, maybe the loudest I've ever heard it in there. Um, I mean, first of all, like the first half was it was just such a fun half because we're up what 20 to six. Um, I, when it got to the through the third quarter, you know, I'm just thinking, okay, you know, they usually fall asleep in the third quarter. Uh, time to, time to wake up maybe a little bit early, and they did just enough, but really throughout like the last couple of possessions that the jets had it, it got loud on first down and it never quieted down. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was such a fun game. I went uh, with my dad for his birthday, Uh, really a great day to uh, for the schedule makers to put such an awesome game on my dad's birthday. He had a great time. Uh, My girlfriend's family, came to town they're not vikings fans but they were uh (laughs) they had a great time they were they were honestly leaning a little bit more toward it uh her dad was saying oh now they play prince for the touchdown song they're really really trying to make me a fan here but you (laughs) know those bear fans are stubborn so yeah it it was a just a just such a a blast it was a blast to be at that's awesome
2: so but the you know as far as, like, the Vikings kind of falling out of the game, like you mentioned for a little bit, they fell asleep. They eventually woke up. Did the did it really kind of, like, die down while that happened, the, the crowd level when they just, like, could not convert, you know, and weren't really putting up points? Um,
0: you know, I think, like, third downs, you know, they were always going to be getting loud, but it, it was really kind of discouraging when uh, they would break off for, like, a huge play. But I wouldn't say that it ever, ever got completely dead in there just because, like, the defense in the red zone was able to do their job. So I feel like they kind of kept were able to keep the crowd in it. Like, this defense is so questionable, but they, they definitely are able to make it happen when they need it. Very, very much. Uh, it was as much of a bend, don't break kind of a game as you're going to see all season. Well, I wouldn't say maybe so
2: far, but and I don't want to dip the toe too much into the content for next episode, but it's looking like, you know, (laughs) the, as far as yards allowed for the Vikings and lions, I'm, I have a feeling next week is going to be pretty crucial, but that's for another conversation.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, for another conversation, but I mean, who knows if this is even going to be true when we, when we talk about it next, but I saw the Vikings opened as one point favorites, now they're one point underdogs yep. against the Lions. That is just crazy to me. Yep. I mean I I, I can't I mean, say I don't get it. I can't say I don't get it, but they shouldn't be underdogs, right? Well,
1: Why? I mean we right? say that now that they shouldn't be underdogs, but I mean we were at that game this the game earlier this year. Um we struggled in that game. Um Lions kinda are a team that's kind of been able to kinda give us a lot of I think grief and panic, especially for a divisional. It's the divisional team this year that I've been the most scared of to face. The one, And I think they have, besides us, I think they have the most firepower. Um,
0: yeah, they're the only one who's still in contention for the North at this point. Every uh, yeah. The other two have been eliminated from uh, the divisional contention. I believe mm-hmm. Chicago was actually eliminated from playoff contention at all with their loss this week.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm not too surprised. Um, I'm really glad that they don't have uh, they don't have Hawkinson anymore. I, he really kind of he was one of those players that really kind of had our number for a while. I felt like
2: mm-hmm. not, anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore.
0: Not <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Anyway, so
2: I mean, it's good to hear that the the vibes at the game were were good. I was getting kind of worried. You know, it's like ah, geez, are we really gonna do the, the Vikings thing again where we let up a insane amount of points in the third quarter
0: and we'd fall asleep for a while and I mean but those was... things those things did happen but I think you know the defense was able to pull it together just enough to keep the crowd into it you know the the fans didn't lose hope throughout that's, this one that that's good to hear yeah it, I mean it was great but if you look at some of the vikings stats it's it's hard to really look at any one player and say that they had like a great game you got Kirk cousins who went 21 for 35 173 yards one touchdown zero interceptions it's it's fine it's definitely not not a great game i mean and again like we're being nitpicky because we can they're 10 and 2 they won the game but what are you know, going to win
2: a game in convincing fashion? That's what you're about to say.
0: Right. I just, I don't know if they ever will this season. I just don't think that that's how they're going to win. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll go up and maybe when the Colts come to town in what, week 15, maybe they'll be able to pummel those guys. But I think this schedule was a lot harder than it looked like it was going to be if we look back at it. So maybe it makes a little bit more sense and maybe they have a little bit more of an excuse for not just putting a team away because what would you say is probably the worst team that we've faced? I mean, Chicago, Green Bay. I mean, Chicago. aside from those guys, yeah, I Chicago. think Chicago, I would say Chicago is probably the safe bet for the worst team we've played. And, you know, I I think maybe, maybe the saints, but even them, they've got they've got some players on defense, and they've got a few players on offense too. I mean, they're not. I mean, there's a lot of bad teams in the league this year, but I don't think we've faced the bottom of the barrel. No, we've we've consistently had this. Like
2: you know, we've most of the teams we've faced have been in the top third in the league.
0: Right, right. That's just it. So I, I think maybe. Maybe there was a certain expectation when we look at, you know, the names of the teams that we're going to be facing. When you see, you know, the Bears and the Saints and, you know, the Jets, who you thought were going to be really terrible before the season started. And you see that you haven't put away any team, just you, you can't put the nail in the coffin. Well, a lot of these teams are better. The teams that are feel like they're more bottom of the barrel are honestly – like the Rams. Yeah. I mean, I have a, we could beat the Rams right now. If we played them hundred
2: percent, especially now that they have Baker.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's another thing. Baker Mayfield to the Rams, uh, Panthers released him. He went on waivers. I think a lot of people were thinking he might try to go to the 49ers, but, uh, they would not have high enough waiver priority. He might be a great fit there though. They didn't even put in a waiver request for him. Well, and they must've just known that they weren't going to get him.
2: Yeah, I don't know, but I I read that that was confirmed that they did not even
0: attempt to put in a request for him. Interesting. Yeah, so who would have thought that at the beginning of this season that Baker Mayfield would be a Ram? Not I. Certainly not I. <clears throat> but uh, I guess going back to some of these stats, Dalvin Cook had 20 carries for 86 yards. He was averaging 4.3 yards a carry. He got a touchdown. Alexander Madison, I, I guess you could say he made the most of his few opportunities. He had three carries for 14 yards and a touchdown, but even that, that you don't look at a stat like that and say, wow, what a, what a great day. What a Madison. difference maker. <laughs> right. I mean, it's always a, it, and every touch. we needed every touchdown we got, and it's always a great day when your second string running back can go in and make an impact like that. But nobody really had any stats that stood out. I mean, Jalen Rager had a big thirty-eight yard catch. Is he maybe the? I guess is would this be considered a, a Jalen Rager game?
2: No, I don't know. It's that's going to be the Vikings' mantra through the rest of the year. It's going to be do what you need to do to win. It's I I've said this analogy in another episode before. You know, it's like how I that was my philosophy in college. It's like your grade doesn't really matter in the end. I'm going to do exactly what I need to do to pass the class and get by and get like a B, but I'm not going to go for an A. I don't have time for that. I'm not a nerd. You know, that that's like, that's literally what the Vikings are doing. They're like, okay, well we'll do what we need to do to win, but we're not going to win in convincing fashion. That's, that's how you get guys hurt. (laughs) I'm not saying that's their reasoning is injury related, but it's just like, why would we put in the extra effort when we could just kind of do the bare minimum if we know we're going to win? And then if we
0: things start to get scary, then we can start worrying, you know? I mean, that's true. I mean, I guess if you think about it that way, they certainly worked smarter. They didn't have to put up the stats to get the score that they, that they ended up with. They're looking at Garrett Wilson with his eight receptions and 162 yards and saying, Oh wow. What a, what a loser. Try hard. Huh?
2: Wasn't yeah, it. our star receiver only needs 60 yards.
0: Right, exactly. Jefferson well, Jefferson only got forty-five.
2: Oh, I didn't know if it was 45 or 65, yeah. I couldn't remember.
0: 45 yards. That was our top receiver on the day. 45 yards, the second highest was 38, and that was Jalen Rager with his one catch. Mm-hmm. It's just it was a such a if you look at the stats, it it's just such a bizarre. Looking story, especially on the Viking side. I mean, and well, on the Jets, it looks like they should have beaten us handily, but they just couldn't get it done in the red zone.
1: And you know, you got to give that to—that's like a—you got to give props to the Vikings. with playing with such confidence and not having like we're sitting here wondering who was this, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Who was the star? Who is the? The player that we give the game ball to, and really it's just we're playing such on a good team level and confidence level and coaching and everything that even without having these miraculous big huge games, we're still able to pull out the W. Like you said, Carrie, it's not going to always be pretty, it's not going to always be flashy. But I mean, how many teams are playing with the confidence that the Vikings are playing with? Maybe one. I think one team in the entire NFL, the Eagles, I would say, have the same maybe confidence comm- that we do right now.
0: Cowboys are climbing too, as much as I hate to say it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're up
1: there too, but I think a lot of with the Cowboys, that's to the defense. The offense, there's still a lot of like, I mean, it's starting to look good again, but it's it's just starting to. It hasn't been, I think, consistent enough on I think the offense. You're right about that. Well, the I offense think they're, is they're like hitting, the Cowboys are high hitting high their stride. stride.
2: Yeah. The Cowboys no. are hitting their stride and it started. I don't want to say it started when they played us, but you know no, it started. It was that it, it was it, that it, time it, of year. It was that they're they're hitting their like, okay, now we know our identity.
0: Right. They're getting yeah. hot at this point in the season. And like, I guess the question, you know, that we're that we hope here is that I guess we just hope that maybe, maybe they fizzle out again toward the end of the season, right, when they get into the playoffs. Because they're looking for sure, like a playoff team. And if things go right enough for them, they well, couldn't even be looking at that number one seed.
2: And that's the thing is it was like, okay, if, I mean, I wanted Washington
0: and the giants
2: to tie. And here's the thing. And I have a witness who heard me say this before the game started, or as I saw it on the TV, like, it was like, I saw it on the ticker on the bottom and they had just kicked off. And like the giants had the ball. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if those guys tied? Just because, you know, that would just knock both of those teams kind of down. Even though we've, you know, we've beaten Washington. Um, it's it's still, it's like, it's good to see, you know, teams kind of in the NFC playoff race kind of sort of shoot themselves in the foot. I was like, wouldn't it be great if they tied? You know what they did? They tied.
0: <laughs> they tied, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, we still have to face the Giants. Uh, I mean, it's just great to see at this point, at this late in the game that, a couple of teams who are in playoff position aren't picking up wins.
2: Yep. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. So, but but
2: at the same time that just propels the Cowboys into. they could easily pick up a a second or third seed. um, If you know, everyone else in their division continues to do, I mean, the Eagles are pretty much locked for one of the top three seeds at this point
0: um right but, nobody nobody's uh i don't think any anybody who's a division leader is gonna be falling below whoever's in the nFC south so i think vikings eagles whoever whoever's gonna be your leader they you're looking at a top three position sorry, yeah, man. for sure but uh, yeah,
1: also kind of side note, not with a top team, but uh i mean with this jimmy G injury. Uh, this is kind of big for us. That's a, a team that I kind of wasn't looking forward to if we potentially had a face in the playoffs with the 49ers. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and with the tie that happened with uh, the Giants, I mean, this is really just a lot of good, kind of good, and, I mean, knock on wood, how much luck are we going to have before we get a big thing of bad luck or when something's going to happen? Because it – It it seems like the stars are aligning in a lot of ways this season, more than I like and more than we're used to as a Vikings fan.
0: Just take us all the way to the Super Bowl. We'll roll the dice on it. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. I mean, okay, so, yes, first of all, you're right about that uh, San Francisco news. Anybody who didn't hear, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, broke his left foot. He's out for the rest of the season. Well,
2: not quite yet. No. The reports are saying that it might not be entirely
0: broken <clears throat> and that he could be back for the playoffs. Ooh, okay, okay. That's that's an interesting development. I hadn't heard that, but until uh, then... That's,
2: that's kind of... It's not confirmed confirmed yet, but it's not confirmed that he officially broke it.
0: Okay, that, that's interesting. I didn't hear that far. Yeah,
2: that was just this afternoon.
0: Right, okay. But until then, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant for a... Uh, 2022 is uh the starting quarterback for the niners that's another just another strange situation that the niners would be onto their third quarterback this year i, I mean i guess it kind of makes sense i mean when jimmy g was the starter he was getting injured a lot i mean if you would have asked me at the beginning of the season oh dude would it be would it be weird to think that the niners would be onto their third quarterback i guess not that's not really one of the weirdest well things i don't I think anybody could have predicted trey going out no no. And nobody would have predicted Jimmy staying. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, it we, was we pretty, were pretty much him. he was getting he was out of there.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what we were all thinking is he's going to be traded out or something.
0: But, yeah, I know. Well. I think there's a lot of teams that would be lucky to have him. You know, I don't know what they're going to do next season. That's going to be a huge story. What do they do with Jimmy? Especially right. if he can take them on a deep playoff. Well, bro. and that's
2: what's crazy is that the report came out Sunday morning that they were that both Jimmy's camp and the Niners were not opposed to keeping him around for next season, and then he broke his ankle.
0: <laughs> wow,
2: that night or that afternoon. So, really crazy, wild sequence of events there. Um, getting back to the game, very broad question, but what's one thing that we just need? To fix in order to make these wins look so convincing. I have an idea in my head, but I'm curious as to what you guys think. What do we need to do? What's just one thing? What do you think, Carrie? Well, no, I asked the question. You have to answer it, and then I'll form
0: my. Then I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Um, I, I think one thing that we need to do, we need to, I guess, off the top of my head, get away from this screen game that we're doing. It has just been abysmal. Um, back, you know, a few years ago, you know, when we had Kubiak, um, our, our screens, I feel like they were usually pretty successful. You could go for 15, 20 yards a lot of times on a screen. I don't know if I've seen a single screen that the Vikings have done this year that has gone for a first down. It They just don't work, whether it's to Dalvin Cook. I mean, and really just throwing the ball to Dalvin Cook in general. It's just been not good this season. This week, he had two receptions for minus three yards. It just doesn't work. It never works to throw Dalvin the ball, quit doing it. Um, And and I I don't know. I think if we're going to do it, we need to fix the fundamentals of how we approach the screen game if we insist on doing it. So I think that's going to make a difference for me because it seems like we do it at least a few times a game, whether it's to Dalvin or to TJ Hawkinson, fix that or stop doing it interesting okay austin
1: i mean i just i just want to see us win a game by 10 points
2: okay but what do we need to do in order to do that
1: i I mean it's so hard to say what we need to do because it's it's not like our offense or our defense aren't clicking i mean if you want me to bare necessity hold the defense hold the opposing offense down and don't let them do something it's just it's hard to say what we need to do because we are doing everything we need to do. Right. We are getting the W we are making the big plays. It's just maybe a little bit better game management to just maybe not put ourselves in those position, maybe take a little extra time off the clock. So opposing teams don't get this opportunity uh, to kind of rally comebacks Cause I really feel like that's what our big problem is lately, especially in the second half of the season is we can set up a good pace and we can usually get like a 10 point lead or something that looks comfortable. And then the second half comes around and we, we lose it or it's vice versa where we first half, we put ourselves in a situation where we need a rally out and it's just, I don't know, manage the game a little bit better, manage uh, maybe a little more fluent of a, Game calling, just something a little more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, I don't know, something just to help us get from point A to point B.
0: A little bit we, of consistency on uh, on our clock. Well, it's, right it's, right it's hard there. to say can even consistency because we have
1: been consistent. Uh, we've been able to. Consistently
2: inconsistent.
1: Well, I mean, I'm not even going to say that. It's just we we play a very close-knit style. We're not the type of team that's going to run. The minute I feel like the Vikings get a 10-point lead, they just – they start worrying about let's kill the clock now, which, which I guess I that's know. not a
0: that's not a stupid thing to do. I mean, no, it's not
1: to... a stupid it's not a stupid thing to do because it's right. Let's not put the uh, put the foot on the gas and well, yes, like, and that's that's something. the
2: thing that won Mike Zimmer a lot of his games early in his career with the Vikings was you get ahead on offense, and then he had early on the defensive mind to just kind of ice games where you'd see all of the points scored before halfway through the third quarter, let's say, and then that would end up being the final score of the game. And that would just be it. But the difference now is that, and this is leads to my key point or key to um, getting some more convincing wins is we need to sack the quarterback and force more turnovers Um, granted, those two picks were great early on, but just we need to keep that energy going defensively throughout the entire game. That's the way that you're going to close out these games early and do it convincingly. Is to it's okay to put cruise control on offense, and Mikey might hate it, but throw some screen passes, eat up some clock. You know, it's okay as long as you're converting third downs, you can do that, but you need to show up on defense and back it up. It seems like we're just. We're letting these super, super long drives happen where you look at the score and it's like, oh, Vikings dominated time of possession, right? Vikings dominated time of possession, right? <laughs> and that's just not happening. It, we're letting these big, long drives happen. We're not sacking the quarterback with two alleged top 10 edge rushers in the league. Yeah, where have they been? So that's, those are, that's my main gripe right now. And I think that's what I was has been missing in all of our games so far but especially in this Jets game. And that's why they were able to make it look a little uh, less convincing. And that's what the Vikings need to do going forward in order to make
0: these wins more convincing. On sacking the quarterback, it seems that anytime we want to get pressure, it's basically just coming from our two edge rushers. We're not really doing anything else to manufacture pressure. The Vikings are blitzing a lot less than they did in the Mike Zimmer era. And I guess I don't know if it's a if it's a personnel issue or if Mike or if uh, Ed Donatel is just stubborn or if he's just old. I don't really know. You no, know, like <laughs> I, I don't want to make accusations about that stuff. You know, I, but that's certainly a problem when the only way that you're really going to sack the quarterback is relying on Zedarius Smith or Daniil Hunter. You're not. You're not doing anything else. Um, Harrison Smith has just been playing way back for this entire year and he's made some plays. Um, also, you know, that leads to another thing. I I don't, I it was disrespectful earlier for me to say nobody had a great game because our safeties really had a good game. Harrison Smith gets the pick on the jets opening drive and Cam Bynum gets the pick to end the game. So our safeties, they did very well. They were in the right place at the right time. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's, that's really it but I think it comes down to it's a schematic problem as far as why we're not able to get pressure on the quarterbacks because everybody knows that it's coming from Daniel Hunter and Zedaria Smith and nowhere else. And that's a big problem.
2: Yeah. I mean, Eric Kendricks is a great linebacker. Why is he not, why are they not a lo- allowing him to get in on those blitz packages? <laughs> There's hardly any blitz packages to speak of. If we have this super big new, I mean, I'm trying not to like get too frustrated, but it's like, where's this, where's this brand new
0: diverse defense with this brand new scheme and why hasn't it showed up? I don't know. I mean, I think also, you know, the defense has, they're just finally starting to get healthy again. And when, when they're starting to get healthy, then. Again, you got a Caleb Evans going out again with another concussion. And they've they've ruled him out. They've ruled him out against Detroit, which that's okay. I mean, we, we've we made it work before. Hey, we're getting – I mean, again, this is for the next back. episode, but we're pr- probably getting Dancer back. Yep. There's a good chance so far. I think he's – I kind of thought that he had to wait out one more week on the IR, but I guess not. I mean, it's a great thing. I mean, he, he was looking like he was having a pretty good season before he got injured. So, I mean, I think that's going to be something different. I hope that it's going to be surprising, you know, because we have such a recency bias. We think about how, how this defense has just been, you know, struggling and just hanging on by a thread. So hopefully Cameron Danzler is able to make just a, a huge impact when he does come back.
2: Yeah, for sure. Cause we definitely need it. And you know, if, if, Maybe we just, maybe that's the problem is we don't have enough people in coverage. So, you know, when it comes time to get sacking and get blitzing, maybe we don't feel confident enough with the people we have out back in order to bring guys up front. Maybe that's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I guess at that point, it is looking like it's going to be a personnel issue. So I don't think Ed Donatel should be in the hot seat. It's the first season, and these are guys – for the most part, that were inherited. There were a few, you know, a a few free agent acquisitions. Zedaria Smith, nobody can deny that he was a great acquisition. Like, he's been doing great. He's been slow lately, hasn't had a sack in a few weeks, but that's okay. Um, Jordan Hicks, I mean, he's... It looked like he was getting kind of beat up out there. I saw Asamoah was in there for, like, an entire drive, which is good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to see you know, some of these rookies getting some playing time and especially because we got the win. Well, especially the ones that
2: are left, the ones that are still healthy.
0: (laughs) Right. Exactly. I mean, rip to, uh, Andrew Booth's rookie season and the scene that's, I mean, it's some of these things, you know, I, I think if you give it through next year, I wonder what this defense is going to look like next year when maybe there's some more time to build, and develop what your defensive personnel is going to look like. Well, yeah. And especially, you
2: know, guys like Kendricks and Hunter, they're not getting any younger. Now Harrison Smith, Zedaria Smith, these are all guys that are 30 plus, I guess, except for Daniel, Daniel Hunter. I think he's 28 or 29, but still it's like, geez, these guys are not getting any younger. They're the Vikings, you know, they're I mean, picture if Anthony Barr was still on this team. I mean, we have an old, old defense. It's either guys that are pretty old and are probably going to be approaching retirement within the next couple years, two, three years, or it's guys that are like 20 years old. There doesn't really seem to be an in-between with this
0: team. That's true. That's, uh, I mean, you're you're in-betweeners at this point. You're looking at like Troy Die.
2: Yeah, he's probably like kind
0: of in the middle group of like the middle age group on this defense. And he's what, like a third year player. Yeah. And if that's your middle group. Yeah, I mean, you like to have young players for sure. I mean, but like the veteran presence on the defense is also good. I mean, like, clearly, I think it's won us a lot of games having that veteran wisdom there. Oh, I even forgot Patrick Peterson. There's another guy that's like
2: 30 plus plus.
0: Patrick Peters and Zedaria Smith. We don't want to mention how old he's getting because first of all, it's only his first year with us. But I mean, he's he's not a young player either. So like this is this is not going to be like a long, long term thing. He's with us for I think he's on a three year deal. And guess what? It's not you know, when you get a when you gather
2: age on defense or age on off either side of the ball, you know, you do that with the expectation of yeah, we're gathering these guys because they have playoff-winning experience. <laughs> they, <Yeah. laughs> they, they, they don't. No, no one on our defense has won a Super Bowl. Is that true? Uh, name a starter on our defense who's won a Super Bowl. I—I
0: no, I mean, I, I can't think of anybody. I—I I don't think so. Unless name somebody... a starter
2: on our team who's
0: won a Super Bowl. In fact, nobody. Yeah, interestingly, nope. you know, Jalen Rager. Even if he were to stay. With the Eagles this year, he'd be he'd still be he'd be on a ten plus win team. I thought about that today. That's still that's just really funny to me. But yeah, I don't think we have a single Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt won
2: a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams. Yes, he did. But even though yeah. he, but even so, he's not a starter. Name a starter who's won a Super Bowl on the bike on our current roster. Can't do it. Can't do it. Isn't that wild? I've not even thought about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. That's uh, yeah, that's super super interesting.
2: So when you gather age, I mean, especially on Madden or like any of those. I mean, not Madden because you know
0: you're you're wanting to
2: get draft young hotshot guys, but like <laughs> if you're gathering age on defense, you want to do it because it's guys like Von Miller, it's guys like Aaron Donald, guys like Bobby Wagner that have actually won Super Bowls. We don't right, really guys that
0: have that. know how to win and can
2: bring that winning culture inside. And I think that's what the Vikings are missing right now is a guy like that. We have great leaders. We have great, great leaders. Patrick Peterson is an incredible leader on the team. Guys like Thielen and Peterson are awesome, but they aren't guys that have won in the big, big games.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're hoping for with McConnell is uh, him kind of coming in and being that, being the coach yeah, of that's been there. Because you're right, we don't have the players that have made it that far or have had success in playoff runs and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of firsts, uh, especially with this Vikings team uh, going into the playoffs. It's because who getting yeah. close to it, I'm getting real yep. close.
0: Certainly are, certainly are. We're in uh, entering the those of you in fantasy football, for many of you, this might be the last week of the regular season. So I think that if that tells you how close we are getting to the actual playoffs, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're in the end stretch here of the regular season. Um, Let's see. Who are the, who are the Vikings remaining opponents? We got Detroit. And we All have- divisional. We have
1: divisional Colts. Um, divisional
0: Colts and Giants, right?
1: Yep. I believe that's it. it.
0: it. I think that's it, yeah. I mean, realistically, I, I mean, I think five especially with this next week, it, it could be five wins.
2: That's what I said. That's what I've been saying. But now it's like each team we face, it's like, oh, well, now we got blah, blah, blah. Now Detroit dunked 40 the last
0: time they played. It's like, geez, are we supposed to lose this game now? Yeah, and they've got Jameson Williams now, who didn't even have a catch in that game. He was barely a contributor in that game. Exactly. So right. it's like, yeah, I mean- you know,
2: it's – the You know, you look at it, you look at each of our last few games two weeks before they happen, and it's like, well, duh, we're going to beat the Jets. Zach Wilson's terrible, but Mike White threw three touchdowns the week before, and then Patriots week before. Well, duh, we're going to beat the Patriots. Well, they've got the best, you know, they've got the number one pass rusher in the league. We keep finding ways to win these games that we're supposed to lose.
0: Right. And we're only supposed to lose like week of, you know, we we find out week of that we're supposed to lose. And then exactly the Vikings, for some reason, they just say, uh, no, no, we're not going to lose to that team. But, but that one's going to be interesting. And these are, these are point, conversations for next. It's going to, it's going to pop, right? How's <laughs> it, not? I think
1: this is going to be, I think this is the toughest week we have rest on the rest of the season. Um, just seen with what Detroit's offense can do knowing that they're going to have home field advantage. It's just, I think it's just, yeah, we're going to just really have to kind of pay attention and be careful with what we do.
0: going to think we've only got really two teams that are in the hunt left. I mean, if you were even, if you really consider the lions to technically be in the hunt, they're on the graphic so they could, you know, if they win out, they could, they could fight for a wild card spot. But I mean, our only teams that, are looking like they're going to be making a playoff run or are hopeful to make a playoff run are going to be the Lions and the Giants. Cool. So, Um, I mean, it is a pretty favorable schedule for the end of the season here, which you got to like. We've made it through, you know, that really tough portion. These last four games were very tough, and to get out three and one is awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially, you know, a lot of people are overlooking. We swept the AFC East. We sure did. Absolutely we did.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: So I do have a question for you guys.
2: Uh oh. What How is well it, Mikey? Remember Mikey, last. I don't Mikey, I don't know where babies come from. That if that's your question, then I, I can't answer it.
0: How well do you remember last season? How about that one?
2: Oh, I I can maybe answer that.
0: Maybe. All right. So uh score is 14-13. Carrie's winning, right? Carrie got the last point. Y- yep. 14 13. So that means that Austin, the question is yours. Should you choose to accept it? Are you ready to hear the question?
1: I am ready. I am ready.
0: Okay. How many rushing yards did Alexander Madison have last season?
1: Carrie, you can ha- you can start off with this.
0: <sighs> Wait, what was the, isn't this the
1: question question we did last week? last episode? No, no. What was the no last how many receiving
2: yards did K.J. Osborne have?
1: Yeah, that was it. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering.
2: Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to bring it back to
0: Austin. I don't think you can.
2: I can't kick an onside kick after receiving well, the ball? Well, he
0: deferred it to you. I don't think you can defer it back to him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go... 320 yards. Final answer.
0: Final answer?
2: No, no, not final. I'm going to go 380. Final.
0: 380. Final answer? Yes. Okay. You're locked in. 380. Austin, what do you Here. think? This isn't fair because new-
2: Austin had him in fantasy this year, last year.
0: This is not. Well, new. yeah, and I'm like, how?
1: You really think he only had that? He started so many games. So I'm gonna go. You said 380. I'll go 381 because I know he had more than that. That is he, so lame. Well, if honestly, I he probably had around 500. I'm assuming is probably what he really finished around.
0: You're still just gonna say 381?
1: Or you just to take the point? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, what's the fun in that?
1: Well, I, I if anything, it probably around like five, five something.
2: So guess it. So guess five if you're so confident.
1: Uh, fine. I'll go. No, no, I'm gonna go three eighty-one because I know I'll win. I'm not gonna play any games like that.
2: Uh, That's final the answer. This is
0: a game. This is a game.
1: Yep, and I'm playing to win.
0: Final answer. Yes. Well, you know what's lame about that is that if you would have said 500, you still would have won. He had 491 rushing yards. Oh, dang. Nice. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that, maybe, maybe, maybe you just need to take a shot sometimes. Yeah, baby. All right. So, congratulations, yeah. Austin. The score is 14 14, all tied up. Uh, I'll never let him get a lead. No.
1: I'm going for two right now.
0: There's no going for two. That was a mistake on my part to even allow it the first time. Yeah, it was. It really was. But you know, all all all's well that ends well. Um, you you are really kind of taking a, a Vikings approach here. I guess there's something to say about that. We were just talking about how they do the bare minimum. It doesn't really matter how they win. Sure, you know, Carrie's the one who, you know, went through all the effort, you know coming up with the estimate, and you just take one over or one under. But, you know, a win's a win, as long as you can get it. Whatever.
2: I'm the Green Bay Packers in this scenario. I'm like, yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, also, about that, that's just so sad. Okay, there's another thing about that game, and it seems like this happens at a lot of games, You know, especially for noon games when there's a lot of other stuff going on. They, they like to show the scores of the games that are going on and they just get such a loud pop. Anytime they show the Packers losing, that's awesome. Yeah. And like the Packers were losing for a lot of that game, which it's just so sad. They were able to put up the score and make it really look like they were dominating that game, which they came back at the end and really put on a show. So, I mean, I guess it, it was just very disappointing to see. You love to see the Packers lose. Love it.
2: So, Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago allegedly, right?
0: Yeah, he says it's his home away from home. What is does Kirk yeah,
2: yeah. Um,
1: the the noon slot TV slot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I've seen a I've seen this video that's popped up on my social media, and it's a it's like a little clip of Vince McMahon, and the the caption is. What is like how I'm going to be describing Kirk Cousins uh, to my children, Kirk Cousins at noon to my children. And it's Vince McMahon, and there's some, some, uh, just soft music playing in the background. And Vince says, he was incredible.
2: Yeah. At the noon time slot. Special. Man. Yeah, that's what he it was. was. He was, he was he special. You was special. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Kirk in that noon time slot. Can't go wrong.
0: Yeah. You know, he, yeah he gets it done he gets it done and uh well they actually, they also just announced that uh the vikings are playing on two saturday. saturday games in a row yeah two saturdays week 15 um starting with week 15 against the colts and that's going to be saturday at noon so hopefully they can get that uh that noon game on sunday energy over to saturday Mm-mm. and it's on nfl network also didn't even mention yeah they the, the won. cbs they won the on CBS, cbs curse it's over a short-lived curse but they did it
2: wow so there has to be something else then there's got to be some other reason
0: here here's what I, I mean did i mention this on another show that on days on game days that i don't talk to my mom on the phone they lose really Yeah, no, because I tried to talk to your
2: mom on the Monday against Philly or the game against Dallas.
0: I mean, if if I talked to her, it was earlier in the day. I didn't talk to her like right before the game, which I've got to talk to her before the game. And that's that seems to that seems to be the thing. So you
2: called her you called her at eight in the morning right before the the Saints game in London.
0: Well, I got to say yes, because we we talked. We're in a pick'em pool, so we usually talk before all the games. So, I, I think, yes, I think they're 10-0 and 0 when I call my mom, and they are 0-2 when I don't. I mean, I, I tried to call her Dallas. Her phone was dead. So, I mean, you know, that's just unfortunate. But now we, we know that, that if we talk on the phone on game day, they're going to
2: win. I think if
0: Mike,
2: Mikey, I think if Austin and I also call Tammy, um, we'll win by 50
0: give it a try
2: honestly yeah maybe i'll give her a call yeah i think
0: she'd love to hear from you
2: tammy what do you got for me
0: <laughs> well yeah that's that's kind of my my big superstition this year i feel like we have talked about this before no, we asked, haven't are you are you superstitious oh um, well yes i am superstitious I, I, for don't... me it goes season by season i don't carry my superstitions usually from season to season because this is new and like the, the TV network thing, that's new. That's something I hadn't really thought about before. So it yeah, seems like my just, superstitions only that, travel season. I mainly to season. just
2: kind of pulled that out of nowhere, hoping that it would stick. I believed it. I believed it though, for sure. Yeah, but now
0: it's we can't say it anymore
2: because they won on CBS.
0: Hey, they're still undefeated on Fox. That we can't say.
2: Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to think of some other... There's got to be some other connection here that why we have won 10 games and
0: lost two. There's got to be something else. Yeah, I mean, me calling my mom is the best I can come up with. Huh. Yeah, Mikey, why don't
2: you announce – your? why don't you read out your mom's phone number on air right now and everybody can call her right before the game.
0: I'm not going to do that. If you want my mom's phone number, you can uh, talk to me specifically and I will – Decide if if I'm going to give you the <laughs> number. Stop gatekeeping your mom's number. <laughs> I will. I have the right.
1: We all have a right to call. Well, I have Tammy's number, so give me one second. I'll pull it hey, up.
0: Hey, stop it! Don't do that <laughs> All right. So okay, let's let's move on here. We we talked a little bit. I mean, we talked a lot about this game. I'm um, happy to get the win, but there was some other stuff that came out this week. Uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominees were announced for each team. And the Minnesota Vikings nominee is Adam Thielen. Look at that. I, I hard, hard
2: worker Adam Thielen.
0: He could win it this year. He could win it all. Yeah. Speaking,
1: I mean, speaking of Walter Payton, man of the years, did you see what the uh, they're doing for this year's Pro Bowl?
0: Uh, yes. What part? I mean, they're doing flag football, and they're doing a bunch of those like events that they used to do, right? Well, yeah,
1: but the really cool thing. Did you see who the two team captains are? Who?
2: Peyton and uh, Eli Manning. Peyton
1: and Eli Manning are the two team captains.
0: Oh, jeez. And I I love it. He's going to lose. No, it's hilarious
1: because, like, they were, like, listing all their, like, uh, accomplishments they've made over their career. One of the top ones that they put down is uncle to Arch Manning. (laughs) I was like, that's good.
0: <laughs> For both of them, yeah yeah, I mean,
1: I'm team Eli I, I I know Peyton is by far better, but I have to support Eli.
0: and he's cooler too I mean
1: come Eli on Eli's so much cooler yes.
0: I mean I've, I've, I've said I've met Peyton,
1: but you know oh. yeah it's it's apple juice orange juice.
0: I guess so I guess what what whatever your preference is N- neither is bad. One thing we forgot, uh, that this is our Euro meter.
2: Oh, we didn't forget we were getting there. Oh, I, I forgot. I, I just remembered it.
0: Well, let's do it now. Let's do it now then, huh?
2: Yeah, um, I, my number won't change until we win convincingly. In fact, mine's going to go down by one. I was at, I think 85 last week. It's going down to 84
0: until we win convincingly. Oof. I just don't know if it'll happen for him this year. But, I mean, I guess it's something to shoot for, huh? If we do, I'll shoot up by 10. Come on, Vikings. Do it for Kerry.
2: I will. I will I will go up. If we beat Detroit by, like, 25 points, let's say, I will I'll go up. I will.
0: Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it for the money. Don't do it for the accolades don't do it for your coach don't do don't it for, do clinching it for the division. don't do it for yourselves don't do it for your family do it for carry yeah don't do it for clinching the division either yeah certainly not do for carry austin how about you
1: uh i'm sitting at a, a steady 99 are I... you
0: kidding me are you kidding me
1: no why would i be kidding you this is our year is meter. Like what
2: you do I, I am not going above 95 until I know that we are the number one seed
1: well I the, it, my this whole year meter isn't for the number one seed it is for how you think you're gonna do going into playoffs everything we do now is above what I anticipated and hoped for we are now in an area where everything is this is just bonus we get an extra win here and there just an extra more, one more win than i expected us to get on the entire season so the vikings have succeeded what i expected uh by so much i can't grade them any lower they've done everything i i needed to see we are a playoff team no, we are they, haven't, they team. haven't
2: done they haven't done everything until they've won us that's the whole point it's that this is our meter. is it our year are we going to win a super bowl hey
0: you know uh, anybody right can now decide whether they want to the playoffs, do this, and once playoffs year-o-meter. start once the,
2: playoffs start, I will...
1: Once the playoffs start, then I'll have a new O-meter. But this O-meter that we're looking at is the one to get to the playoffs, and I'm sitting at 99. I'm very satisfied with the Vikings. They are doing more than I anticipated. They are in the green. Uh, anything that happens from here on out is just uh, cherry on the cake.
2: See, I thought the whole point of the, this is our Euro-meter was, it was like, how, what – how confident are you that it is our year, our year and that we are winning the Super Bowl? I didn't realize it was a – did the Vikings exceed your expectations? Because then mine would be 99 too. I didn't think Kerry, we were going to win 10 don't games. Don't
0: take away a man's freedom of choice, okay?
2: Yeah, You can sit with
1: your 85 or whatever you said, uh, your little grumpy, your grumpy rating. I'm going to stick up here in the 99s uh, where we're very satisfied, where Captain Kirk is literally pedal to the metal. Flooring us into the playoffs.
0: I mean, I, I like it, and, and honestly, I see both. And, and for me, I think that the, this is our year. oh meter. I don't think there's any wrong way to rank it. I think you can, if you want to think about it from more of a short-term, week to week lens. I think that's okay. If you want to think about it as regular season, playoff hopes, um Super Bowl, whatever it could mean to you at any given point, it, it's just a it's just a way to. To measure, there's there's no hard and fast rule on it. It's supposed to be a, a a happy happy tool, you know, something that is that's good for the fans. You know, I, I hope that fans at home can utilize a, this is our Euro meter. They can install one in their own home, and they can do whatever <laughs> they want with it. That's what we need to do. We need to we need to get a this is our Euro meter. Get sell it, market it. Yeah, get on it, Mike. All right. Yeah, that's that's what we need to do. Um for me, I think I was at a ninety last week. I'll bump it up to about a ninety-two because I really I really feel good about the remaining schedule. Um, I, I do think that there is still a possibility that we could have that blowout game. And for me, I'm I in week 15 on that one. I mean, I know we gotta take it one week at a time and things can change in in an instant in this league, really. But it's coming. I don't think that they're gonna go this entire season without having one convincing win. I mean, if we're are we really taking away, I guess that's another thing to mention. Are we taking away the multiple score win in week one against the Packers? Seems like we're forgetting about that. I mean, yeah. it was 20 what 23 to 7. sure it wasn't a win by 20 points. It was multiple scores. It could have been more, could have been less of uh, Christian Watson hangs on to that pass, it looks a lot closer, but that's just how things are in this league. Tell you what, he hangs on to that pass now. That dude's electric. Oh yeah, he is. He is. Uh I think I just saw it. nobody has more um nobody has more touchdowns in the first few weeks of somebody's career than that guy. I think he's like right on right on Randy Moss's record. Wow. Yeah, no. So uh Christian Watson's a dude. He's somebody to look out for. Absolutely. Especially against our Secondary, Uh, come back, Cameron Danceler. We need you. We need you more than ever. We need this defense to be healthy for the remaining stretch of the season and on into the postseason.
2: I need a hero.
0: Oh yeah. So that's pretty much where I'm at. 92. Outlook is looking good. Still room to grow even more. Oh yeah. That was the. This is our year. Oh meter. Uh, Do you guys have anything else that you feel like you got to add for this Vikings Jets? post-game celebration show. Crickets. (laughs) I was just going to say, yep, there's there's crickets. So I think easily enough to say uh, we got the Lions coming up this week, and we will have an episode out for you. So we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about what we can expect going forward, things around the league, all of that stuff that you've come to know and love uh, with our crew and this show. So, in the meantime, we'll talk to you later. Talk Bye. to you later. And welcome to the After Show. Alright,
2: so, going off of the... I I thought, you know, when I did the I Need a Hero jingle, what is the absolute... Because there's, like, the hero window siding, I think is what it is. That's where that... Like, that's their jingle, is, like, the They Need a Hero, whatever. What is the worst commercial jingle?
1: Uh, this is for local. Um, So, I mean... Yeah, the hero is probably. very
2: local. That's, like, only one that you'll get if you're watching the evening news in
0: Minneapolis.
1: Um, the one I hate is actually a car – it's a, it's one on the car radio. It's the Sox car wash.
0: I knew you were I hate – I hate,
2: I hate the okay. Sox car Give us a wash. Question. Give us an impression. How's it go?
1: It's like – well, what is it? Like, if your car is, is a dust bucket, you might need a Sox It's and I can't even do it justice. How bad it is! I mean, I will turn off the radio station.
2: That was actually really good.
1: No, it wasn't. But it is. It is like it aggravates me so much. How much I hate this commercial! Like it is so bad. I I hate it so much. I will literally stop listening to a radio. That's why I don't listen to uh, a certain one hundred four point seven because you hear it nonstop. I don't know if I can actually say the name with hung sued.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you can.
1: <laughs> you got to watch it, you know.
0: Oh, no. It's bad. Okay, uh, Mike. Yeah, for me, this is one I've griped about uh, as I've been, you know, hanging out in my apartment. It's on TV. It's, it's, it interrupts my shows. It interrupts uh, the game. I'm sure you guys have heard it. And it, it's just, I hate the commercials are going to just, like, bad singing to get it stuck in your head. It's the BK commercials. B- BK. Oh. Have it, your, have it your way.
2: I don't oh, mind boy. those.
0: They're, like, <laughs> they're just a little bit flat. And The guy is just not, he's straight up not a good singer. He goes, Chicken, 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 chicken. <laughs> BK, hey, hey. have a way. way.
1: See, so I don't mind that.
0: Off, it's so bad. I, I hate it. I despise those commercials. <laughs> and I, I don't even hate I, BK. I just, I. it makes me not want to go there, though. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> How about
2: you, carry? Well, I, I, when I sit down to watch uh, the news, my parents are eating dinner. They'll throw on the news in one 30 thirty-minute like news, like you watch Care Eleven News, whatever, for half an hour. The six o'clock news or the six thirty news, you'll hear that hero. I don't know what it, if it's like a window siding or like if it's like a basement flooding. I can't remember what service it is, but. It's well, I need a hero, you know. From the <laughs> and they'll, it, you know, you hear that lick, and it's just I'm just trying to enjoy my dinner, and I need a hero. Luckily, <laughs> it's just like right there, but you know. There's also the Window lane. World, it, Window World, Window World, simply <laughs> the best for last. <laughs>
0: um, what are some uh? Some greatest of all time. Oh, some Marshalls. bangers?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the I just one...
0: shipped my bed.
1: <laughs> oh, that was a classic, the Kmart, or the yep, One yep. day, one night, Saturdays. all right, long time, long time, long time, so many
0: get, your get your
2: degree,
1: that's your self-free,
0: National American University.
1: That one's a classic. Another that's one that's really good, that I... I just saw it. It's an old Skittles one. The uh, I forgot how funny it was. The berries and cream one.
0: I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen that.
1: Oh, that's an old one. That, that one's funny. It was like Skittles came out with like a berries and cream fl- like flavored Skittles. And it's just, you have to look it up. I can't do it justice by explaining it to you. But it was like <laughs> an old school, like Super Bowl commercial. And I just saw it pop up on TV the other, like probably about a week or two ago.
0: Hmm. Uh, I think the the O'Reilly Auto Parts one is always good. It really brings me back to a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, one, so one, one that I'm starting to really not like anymore, and it's kind of sad because I've liked them for so long. I'm really starting not to like the progressive commercials anymore. Yeah, what there, about them? I it's just it's. Like I get it, you guys have been doing this now for like ten plus years. It's but like they're just too much now. They I thought they used to be really well like written and like just really clever, and now I think they're just all cheap.
0: Well, it was really simple when it was just flow and now they add Jamie in the whole game. And I like Jamie, don't get me wrong.
1: But... Don't get me wrong. Jamie's character growth is he's, amazing.
0: He's super funny. But <laughs> but no, I, I get where you're coming from. It seems like they're just, you know. They're, they're doing, they're trying to do a little too much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just keep it simple.
1: Oh, I miss what Super Bowl commercials used to be.
0: They're like, like, none of them are, they used to be funny. None of them are funny or even entertaining anymore.
1: The last really good year, I feel like, was when, like, it was like, this is a tie ad. Though yeah. that was a really funny year because they just, like, bought out all the commercial space like had like literally like 15 or 16 different commercials.
0: And they were one right after the other. You think it can't be another tight ad. And it was.
1: It was hilarious. No, they it was great marketing and advertising. Uh, uh.
0: I don't think they have rewatchability, but you, there's their commercials that you just had to be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you see them and then they get talked about on the Internet for a while. And then that's just kind of it, you know.
0: Yeah, but you're right. That was one of the last good years. I don't yeah. think last Super Bowl, I don't think there was a single commercial that was worth watching. Well, the Doritos ones are always pretty funny. Did they even have a commercial last year? Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, it was just entirely unmemorable. Yeah. You Got to do better. Got to do better, NFL. BK, hey. have, have a week <laughs> I hate
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh doesn't it my. just
0: make you want some BK though? Chicken, 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 chicken. <laughs> it's so wait, bad. correct me
1: if I'm wrong. I heard BK, did they stop making the impossible whopper?
0: I heard they did do that. They uh why they really cut down their menu. I heard they're trying to just simplify a little bit. Why? I don't know. I, I liked the Impossible Whopper. I was more likely to get an Impossible Whopper than a regular Whopper just based on curiosity alone. And it was Thanks. really good. Like I, it was I and it was, was always just a
1: little bit burnt that gave it a little crunch. So it actually tasted like a burger off of like a grill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: miss it. I miss it. If they
1: got rid of it, I'm sad.
0: Yeah, I think they did. I, I can't confirm, but I, I've heard that they did. Nice.
2: Pour, pour one out. Moment of silence for the impossible Whopper.
1: Mikey, are you nervous for fantasy? Oh,
0: for fantasy, um, I feel like I'm in a pretty good position.
1: Um, you just gotta hope uh, champions the team you're facing doesn't put anybody in this week. Well,
0: right. I guess here's here's the thing. Like, I there's a lot of spots that are as good as clinched. I think Carrie. You know, again, people don't care to listen, but for those of you who do. Carrie's the only one who has clinched a spot so far. Yep. Everybody else is pretty darn close. It what would about take that? a lot. Five game win streak at this point. Five You're games. Six game win streak. Way to Let's go. Let's go. But you could still so lose first place.
1: Down. First place isn't clinched. You just clinched yeah, one of the – I don't care
2: about first place, but I've clinched yeah. a playoff spot. I'm at least
0: getting my money back.
2: Yep. Since, yeah. uh, Since that's everybody's how everybody's... we did it
0: this year, I guess. You know, that's yeah. how we did it this year. I think that was the appeal. I mean, and we're not going to do it that way next year. But the appeal was you are more likely to win your money back than not. Because everybody who makes the playoffs get your money back. Every time you win a playoff game, you make some more money. And if you win the consolation bracket, you get your money back. So you have a 7 out of 12 chance to win your money back. That's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, I need a win this week. If If I win, and if I win convincingly, I'm as good as in. But, you know, there's- well, you just
1: need a W. You, I don't think you anybody's close to beating your I mean, points or
0: somebody. I mean, if if I put up a a dud and still win and then somebody behind me puts up like the high score on the season, which can happen. It can always happen.
1: Almost happened this week. I almost said it. I was like three points away.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, something like that happens, then then I'm looking like I'm out. But I basically if basically it's a win and I'm in. But, you know, them. you can't you can't count them before they hatch because anything can happen. You know, you could – I've had it happen before this year where I have started guys and they just – you know, they, they go in for six snaps and they get injured without making an impact at all. So you never know. And the guy that I'm facing has TJ Hawkinson who I think he might catch two touchdowns next week, which I, mean, I don't know. That might – I don't think it will be enough if he's the yeah. only guy who contributes, but, I mean – Let me just say, this dude who I'm facing, his team is injury riddled and he has stopped carrying weeks ago. So,
1: Yeah, same with the dude I'm playing. His team is just a joke.
0: At least he has a tight end, Austin.
1: I have a tight end.
0: Who do you
2: have?
1: I have Darren Waller.
2: He's on the IR. He's on IR.
1: Hey, I still have him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I
2: guess. You didn't even know he was on IR. This is breaking news to you.
1: I still have him. No, I there's I'll be fine. I have not needed this whole season.
0: No, nobody does.
1: Yeah. I mean unless and,
0: you're unless you're Kerry and you have Travis Kelsey.
1: I also have a three headed dragon at the wide receiver position and last week they showed how dominant they could be.
0: Yep. Yeah, that'll happen. Well, I mean my, my uh my initial draft grade. They gave me an F, and they said I would go zero and fourteen. I'm sitting at seven and six right now, so I have definitely outperformed all expectations for my team. I had to make quite a few moves, but uh, I'm happy why to be. They, right why there. did they say that? I don't know. He, they thought it was just going to be very, very bad. I mean, let's be honest: the
1: team you drafted was not the team you really had by week two or three.
0: Well, I think they didn't value they didn't value Etienne and Brees Hall the way I did. So, I mean. And I think I was right about ETN. I was right for sure about Brees Hall. ETN has been a solid like RB2 throughout yeah, this whole season. But, uh, no, they, they they did not value those guys at all.
1: I've been a stud on waivers for running backs. I picked up uh, – what is it? Is it Don, Deontay? No, uh, the yeah. Carolina running back foreman. Yep. I also foreman. picked up yep. – I picked up her off of waivers, and now I also got Bam Night off of waivers.
0: Yep. I mean sometimes sometimes you just hit it. Yep. Well uh, Way to go with that. Way to go. So you know we it's uh still not over. I'm just hoping I can make the playoffs. Every year that I've played fantasy, so far I've made the playoffs. So I don't intend to not make the playoffs this year. And I'm in, I feel like I've put myself for this week, you know, week by week. I'm in pretty good position to do it again. So we'll have to see, Mike. Don't count before the hatch. Exactly. You're right. You're right. I what would carry that on clinching a playoff spot. Everybody else. Uh, I hope you hope you lay goose eggs and I'm coming for you.
1: Mm-hmm. It technically I feel like I've clinched one and won't give it to me. I would have to lose and then have everybody outscore me by like a hundred points
0: on the week. But right. Hey, I, I mean if it. you got if you Manage to not get anything really is what it would be, and have all the people below you outscore you. I mean, but I mean, it' not impossible, but highly improbable. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, good show, good show today, guys. Good, hey, good uh, show, jolly good show, jolly good show. Good conversation. We we laughed. We I didn't cry, but, but I mean, it was certainly I, okay. I laughed. I'm not gonna say I <laughs>
1: cried, but hey, guys, you know what day is today? It's a Tuesday. (laughs) It's Tuesday. (laughs) It's Tuesday. I don't get it. Tuesday, (laughs) Carrie.
0: It's mental illness.
2: No, I don't get it. But you know what I do get. School.
1: School. School.